0: The Mindset Digital podcast. Hey folks, this is Pete Brown, host of the Mindset Digital Podcast. Today we're trying out a new format for mini-episodes of the show that will come out in the weeks between our regular monthly episode, and we'd like to know what you think about it. Shoot us a note at podcast at mindsetdigital.com, or as always, leave us a review on iTunes. And just a reminder, the Mindset Digital Podcast is now available on Google Play. If you're listening on an Android device, welcome. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Overcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, people, let's do this.
1: Welcome to a Mindset Digital Podcast mini episode. Three guests, three topics, four minutes each. Today, we get creative director Pete Brown up to speed on Harambe, underwater live streaming, and the NFL on Twitter. Is four minutes enough time for each guest to break through Pete's renowned fog of delusional self-aggrandizement? Probably not, but let's give it a shot. Here's Pete.
0: What? Really? Well, hello again, everyone. We are continuing with our grand podcast experiment here at Mindset Digital. One thing we've learned over the past six months of doing podcasts is that trying to fit them in with our regular workload is sometimes difficult. And so while we've had intention on putting our podcast out more than once a month, it seems to be about every four weeks when we're able to get a full episode out there. So we've been looking for a way that we could put out the podcast more frequently. And in the past, we have tried to do sort of mini episodes, which would come out in the two weeks between our larger monthly highly produced episode. But typically what's happened is the mini episodes then just, grew into full episodes and our full episodes are fun and they're highly produced and they take a lot of uh, time and research to put together but in doing that they do lose a little bit of the spontaneity and the sort of initial reaction to news as it's happening in the world of social media and digital communications so we came up with a format that we think allows us to share recent news provide some initial reactions and insights to that news, and then wrap it up in one sort of unedited conversation. This is called Three Things You Need to Know, and the way the mini-episode will work is I will bring three people into the recording studio. Each person is prepared to bring me up to speed about something that's happened recently, whether it's changes in Facebook or something with Twitter or anything that's going on on the internet, something that they think that I, in my role as creative director, should know or be aware of. And they have four minutes to bring me up to speed and have a few questions back and forth about each topic. Ostensibly, that format means we have about a 12-minute conversation, bookended with a little intro and a little outro, and put it all together, and we have a 15-minute mini-episode coming out right in the middle of each month. That's the plan anyway. This is the first time we've tried it, so my intro is going to be a little longer than usual, but give it a listen and let us know what you think. Here it is. Very excited. I've never had this many people in here where everybody had their own mic. So nice. Special thanks to the now defunct rock band Copaz for lending me (laughs) two additional microphones. (laughs) Okay, so this is the creative services team. Do I have that right? Sounds, Sounds right. Yeah. Let me just introduce you first. We have Matthew Weiner. How are you?
2: <laughs> Good, Pete, and you could you could just call me Weiner if you want. Are you sure? That's that's okay.
0: Just want to make sure it's okay to call you Weiner and that our listeners have the context of that's actually what people call you. Yeah, that that <laughs> is what most people call me. All right, Matthew Weiner. I'm glad to have you here. Up um, next, we have Danica Stall. And Danica, you are formerly Danica, the fast working intern.
3: That is correct.
0: And now you work for us full time. You're no longer an intern. So you're Danica Stall. The regular. How long have you been working for us full time?
3: Um, a month. That sounds right.
0: About a month. And, w- and what exactly is your job?
3: PR and content coordinator. So mostly I just write stuff.
0: Okay. You're like all our social feeds, things like that. Mm-hmm. How do you like it?
3: It's, it's interesting.
0: Oh no. It's <laughs> what I say after I've watched a really long foreign film.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't want to sound like I didn't like it. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk after. <laughs> and Hope Madden joining us. Hope, first time on the podcast, but certainly not your first podcast because you, in your work outside of Mindset Digital, are a very prolific movie critic Yeah, at madwolf.com. That's mm-hmm. M-A-D-D, mm-hmm. right?
4: And then, <laughs> Thank you for the plug, Pete. That's, that's right. very kind of you.
0: That's what I'm here for. <laughs> And you have a, a horror movie centric podcast, yeah,
4: called Fright Club, and then a new one that you just started. We do, which we do for Columbus Radio Group, uh, Screening Room Podcast. So we just talk about all the movies that came out this week. Yeah. Help you pick which ones to go see. Nice. Hint: It is not Mechanic Resurrection. Okay, very good. <laughs> and uh, I don't. I have no idea what your job is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wiener's admin, basically. Okay, so yeah. you, you got to make sure
0: Wiener is where he needs to be. More or less, Okay, yeah. very good. So, we're trying this out. It's a mini episode. As you guys know, there is a lot happening on the internet in the world of digital communications, and I, as creative director, should probably know these things, but I do not. So, we're going to put you each on the clock in turn. We've got four minutes. You're going to tell me about something I need to know. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to chat. Hopefully, hilarity will ensue. Everybody ready? Wiener, you're going to go first, all right? All right. So I'm starting the clock. What you got for me?
2: All right. So this week, the Cincinnati Zoo deleted its Twitter account. Okay, we're
0: going to go there. Let's do it.
2: (laughs) Put put a pause on things. Uh, They've been inundated by Harambe memes, which have taken over... Twitter, and unlike most internet memes, have shown no signs of slowing down since Harambe was taken from us on, I believe, late May of 2016. Okay,
0: once again, uh, Harambe's the gorilla. Yes. A young uh, child fell in his enclosure, mm-hmm. uh, and he was <laughs> hanging out with it, dragging it around a bit, and And the zoo officials decided they had to to put Harambe down in order to save the child. Yes. And the lots of outrage.
2: Yeah, it's weird. There was like a brief few days span of outrage. And then it really just took on a whole life of its own. I think, uh, you know, I think weird Twitter had a lot to do with it. Sort of loose collective of, you know, esoteric comedians that just
0: sort of ran with it. And it's just been. So give um, me an example, a G-rated example of a Harambe meme. Sure. So
2: here I can give you a a very recent one. So as soon as the Cincinnati Zoo deleted their accounts, one of the first tweets up there was, uh, they deleted their account just like they deleted Harambe. Okay. And it has apparently been yeah. like this for the Cincinnati Zoo and their social media team for yeah. the last few months.
0: So if I'm not mistaken, so people, whenever the Cincinnati Zoo would tweet like mm-hmm. a fact about zebras, mm-hmm. someone in the in the Twitterverse would immediately respond with Harambe memes. I gotcha. Yeah. And it got worse recently when the zoo director asked people (laughs) to stop. Is that right? That's right. I don't think that helped things any when uh, they made an
2: appeal. I believe it was to... So in an AP news article asking if people would please uh, lay off the Harambe memes. They're still mourning as a community. And of course, since the
0: Internet does not work that way, things only got (laughs) exponentially worse. So this is a case where where something horrible happened in a very dark sense of humor. We kind of laugh at it as a way of processing it. But some of these memes have have gotten quite dank. Is that what they're called? dank (laughs) memes?
2: There, There are some dank memes out there. And I think a lot of what made the Harambe memes interesting is like people are floating the idea that, you know, this is really not able to be co-opted by brands. Yes. And and that's that's why it's lasted for so long. We're going to do our part and try to spend, you know, way too much time unpacking, you know, the semiotics of the Harambe meme here today. Yeah. But despite our best efforts, I think Harambe will live on.
0: So if you were advising the Cincinnati Zoo prior to them deciding to make this move to deactivate their Twitter account Mm -hmm. and they're like, this is happening, what do we do? What would you have said?
2: You know, I have to admit, I don't know because I and, you know, my people I follow on Twitter, I see all sorts of Harambe memes. What I did not realize was that people were, you know, directly harassing the Cincinnati Zoo on every single post. And it was kind of funny when I saw that. But then also as somebody who does social media here, I also immediately felt really, really bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, you know, we get one untoward Illuminati
0: comment and, you know, I (laughs) laugh,
2: But then I send it on to Danica and she has to deal with it. Yeah. I couldn't imagine day in, day out dealing with that.
0: Yeah, it was. Like, and what's interesting is a lot of times when people are piling on a brand and the brand just responds with that same thing, like we are addressing your concern. <laughs> y- you know, that robotic thing, they get slammed for that. But it's almost mm-hmm. like I think that would have been the only thing the Cincinnati Zoo <laughs> could have done. It was said, we miss Harambe. We're sorry that he's. <laughs> You know, it'll be interesting to see, and we're coming mm-hmm. towards the end of your four minutes, what this impact will actually be on the zoo. I mean, what do zoos actually do on Twitter?
2: <laughs> that's a very good question.
0: Yeah. You know, they,
2: they had their first viral hit and they, they can't even embrace it.
0: But they're keeping their Facebook profile. Are people not doing Harambe memes? I, I, mean,
2: that's, I would imagine that's easier for them to moderate, but
0: I I'm not, I don't know for sure. Oh. All right, Winner, that was pretty good. <laughs> Anything else that you want to try and sneak in here? Hmm. Nothing appropriate. All right, thanks, Swenner. We we can share some of my favorite Harambe memes in the show (laughs) notes. We absolutely will, probably not do that, but we will share some (laughs) stories about Harambe memes so that our very professional audience can learn more about this this thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Adequate work. (laughs) Okay, Dana Stahl. I'm excited for this. Are you ready? Wait. never ready. I am going to start the clock. Four minutes starts now. What do we got?
3: Alright, so I decided to um, sort of go back to an older podcast we did about live streaming. Okay. And um, talk about that. The USS Independence was a old World War II ship that sunk and some scientists went out and live streamed the uh, discovery of it this past week. Okay. Which in itself doesn't sound that exciting, but the cool thing about it was tons of scientists and researchers hopped on that live stream and they were helping them like from all over the world identify different military artifacts.
0: Yeah. Now what were they using Facebook live or Periscope or
3: they used their like own sort of video feed that they set up on their channel which was interesting because I hadn't seen anyone do that besides like zoos before.
0: Use one these. of these services <laughs> like Ustream or Alive mm-hmm. or something like exactly. that that lets you have kind of a private stream that's only out on what you want it to be out on. Mm-hmm. And so was the entire expedition live streamed or just when they found the ship?
3: All of it. The The beginning is super boring. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you've watched some of it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes I have. Some of the highlights were like a Hellcat that fighter pilot yeah. was still on the ship. There were barrels of nuclear waste. Um, so so <laughs>
0: as so as they're underwater
3: mm-hmm.
0: exploring this this ship, people are watching the live stream and helping identify.
3: Yes, different items. I gotcha. Yes, Very the coolest nice. thing to me was um, the different fish and stuff they were looking at. Yeah, there was one called an orange thornyhead fish. So that was that was that pretty was, neat. was down there. Yeah. Yes.
0: So live streaming from the ocean would, would be a good thing for you. Twenty four seven. Oh yeah, a, yeah.
3: Um, I think it's really interesting, super fascinating. And one of the guys who is on the research team was uh, what's his name? Robert Ballard. Yeah, and he- Bob
0: Ballard <laughs> is like the preeminent underwater explorer oh, of yeah. our time. He mm-hmm. found the Titanic. his National Geographic Explorer in Residence. Yeah,
3: yeah. So he was nice there guy too. I got
0: to meet him once. Wow. Yeah. So. There, there you go. So mm-hmm. he was watching or he was part of the expedition?
3: He was part of the expedition. He was on board the uh, little ship they were running their ROVs yeah. from.
0: So let me ask you, right? Since we've done that podcast, that was episode three where we did the Mindset Digital Megastream, Mega stream. What streaming. else about live streaming has been really interesting to you?
3: What else?
0: I mean, have there been things, right? We've seen a lot of pretty important developments since then. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about them, I think, in two episodes from now. But one of the challenges for live streaming is finding compelling content.
3: Yes. Um, it kind of depends what what venue you're using. Facebook Live did okay with that, the mom with the mask or mm-hmm. whatever. But um, generally, it seems like if you don't already have a following, yeah. it's hard to get people to actually watch your live stream. How
0: did you stumble on this story about, about the Liberty? wasn't did you say uss independence the independence thing Uh
3: um (laughs) it was it was um, (laughs) on wired and i read like a lot of science news and stuff so
0: nice and, and you've watched some of the video and you thought mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. All right, Danica, I thought that was, uh, that's pretty good. Is Can you think of anything here that we should be live streaming? I actually thought we could live stream this session on Blab until I found out that Blab shut down. <laughs> <laughs> what is Blab? Blab was uh, that live stream where like four people can be at their desks and mm-hmm. kind of sets up like a little talk show for you on the internet. And oh. for similar reasons, <laughs> to Meerkat's demise, uh-huh. Blab pivoted. as it were. Okay. Danica, that was excellent work, whereas Wiener's work was merely adequate. (laughs) (laughs) I think you did a great job. Very good. All right, so we're coming to Hope Madden. Hope, are you ready? I am. I am starting the clock now. What do you got for me?
4: Um, I'm very excited that uh, the NFL is going to live stream Thursday Night Football on Twitter.
0: Yeah, very interesting, right? So I remember reading a little about this because there were lots of bidders for the live streaming rights. Yeah. Why do you think Twitter went ahead and went after that business.
4: Uh, I think they went after it because because there is like there's no bigger built in audience in the United States than than the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think that they've had a great deal of success with this kind of programming before. And and they, you know, they beat out Facebook because Facebook wanted all the advertising yeah. revenue. Yeah. So they they didn't they weren't greedy about it. And so they got it.
0: Yeah. Because Twitter, it seems to me, is is looking for ways to shore up its user base. Yeah. Right. They Wiener Is that right? Their numbers have been going down.
2: Yeah. And one really to get new users. They've got their current passionate base but yeah
0: so question is how is it going to work am i on twitter and i just like there'll be a tab that says nfl game and there's a button and i just watch it within the twitter app on my phone does anyone know
4: i think that you i mean you could go to um nfl on twitter and watch it there I i think that'd probably be the simplest way to do it yeah um and i you know and i think it makes sense for a lot of reasons but almost no one like i'd say about a third of the people i know don't have tvs yeah and um i have a tv yeah because you can't watch live sports and you can't watch the Oscars. Right. Otherwise. Right. So if I could just find a really sure. convenient format mm-hmm. for watching like all the Cleveland Indians games. Right. You know, as a, and there are different apps that you can get. Yeah. You know, actually, uh, Mark Mendes has a great app because it was like five dollars mm-hmm. and you get every year it's still free and you can watch all the games. So it's actually way more convenient than trying to find them on TV. Right. So I think that uh, watching sports online is really, in a lot of ways, far more convenient than yeah. trying to find it on TV. I just need online to get with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is interesting because I got rid of cable probably four years ago, uh, but I have an antenna, Mm -hmm. right? So I can watch live source, but I can really only watch what's on the three channels that you get by antenna. And it's the one thing I miss the most is, you know, live events like that. Yeah. So there are, I've noticed, so apps of dubious legality that you can get also (laughs) to watch, right? There's one called Kudo, which I installed on I heard could be installed (laughs) on an Amazon fire stick. Uh, And it basically there are people out there who basically take in whatever is showing on cable and turn it into a stream and Mm -hmm. then put it out on the Internet. But NFL is like great because the first half of the season is on regular TV, but Mm -hmm. then it switches to cable channels, right? So on Thursday night, that's like halfway through. If I don't have ESPN, I can't watch it anymore. You
4: know, you know, and, the, and even if you watch want to watch something on ESPN live, you still have to have cable. You have to have right. a cable account to get it. And I then, know. So, yeah, there's a lot of it's it's it, as long as there are still companies that can make tons and tons of money right. on it. Eventually, yeah. it'll go this way because yeah. I think cable is clearly a yeah. dinosaur that's going to die out. Yeah. And I just needed to wait until I can find everything that I need to watch. Do you think
0: Internet streaming will make the sort of dream of. I can pick my own channels that I want to pay for happen, right? Because like I, I get HBO Go now because mm-hmm. I want to watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> and then, you know. You know mm-hmm. Whereas until that was offered as kind of a standalone thing, I watched Game of Thrones through other means, right? Which HBO didn't benefit from, right? right? So and again, Weiner, thank your parents for that password. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, can I, as someone from Gen Y here, yeah. can I just?
2: We yeah, recommend a foolproof solution. It's just use your dad's cable login. <laughs> I've been doing that for about a decade now and I have not missed a thing. It is fantastic. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Twitter or yeah. Thursday night Games, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to seeing how that actually works and see if that actually helps Twitter's user base. Right. All right. How do you guys think this went? Three topics, four minutes each. Does anybody feel like they needed another minute? No. No again I feel Danica, like I, we can't hear you if you just shake your head <laughs> that's how podcasting works there's no pictures i feel like we could have unpacked harambe a little bit more but that's okay well, but you knew coming into this that's, you knew two things you knew you had four minutes i know and you knew that was going to be a risky choice
2: <laughs> i know i almost feel like I, I didn't do enough to justify the well hopefully It'll just, no one will listen to it.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, I will, I will challenge you before I put the show notes out. This will probably go out early next week to see if you can find a brand that participated in the Harambe meme in any, any possible <laughs> way. So I,
2: I've seen, I haven't, I haven't tracked it down myself, but I've, I've seen some rumblings that homage might be making a Harambe
0: t-shirt. Mm. So we might have a brand right here in our own state mm-hmm. trying to get in on that. Danica and <laughs> Hope, I, I'm just curious if you feel like Wiener just snuck an extra minute into <laughs> this discussion because that. Is against the rules. All right. Well, Creative Services team, I am glad that you guys are in here doing this. Uh, I have had a couple projects with you recently. It has been nothing but painful. So I'm glad we have at least one positive experience working together. And hopefully we'll try this again in two weeks. You guys game? Yes. Yes. All right. Thanks, everybody.
4: Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Danica. Thanks.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Good times.
1: This mini episode of the Mindset Digital podcast was produced by Pete Brown and Jessica James and featured Matt Wiener, Hope Madden, Danica Stahl, and me, Briavel Schultz. This episode was edited by Pete with audio mastering by Jeff Gellert of Allegro Media Design. Special thanks to Kevin Davison for lending us additional audio equipment from the indie band Copaz, whose music is featured in this episode. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It totally helps. We'll be back in a few weeks. Until then, good times, everybody.
0: Good times. That was awesome. Cool. Yeah, nice.